goes long. Everybody knows goes long. Everybody knows goes. And if you don't know, now you goes Everybody knows goes long. Everybody knows goes long. Everybody knows goes. And if you don't know, now you know. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Doze Knows. This episode is being brought to you in part by our friends at Kona Boys, Hurley, Oakley, GoPro, Deckine, Mokalele Airlines, MFC, Surfins, Deuce Gym, Maverick Sport Fishing, Ultimate Predator Gear, Kona Coffee, and Original Nutritionals. Um, don't forget, you can find me on all social media, such as Dozer Dave and Doze Knows Podcast on Instagram, on Facebook, Dozer Dave Barnett and Doze Knows, and on Twitter at Dozer Dave Knows. Also, you can go to my website where you can see a more in-depth look at our guests and links to our sponsors with all kinds of special deals at dozenose.com. Um, we've got all kinds of good things going on today. Uh, big special thanks to Laverne's for making this first and I hopefully many of, uh, of live podcasts. Um, there's all kinds of drink specials going on. Uh, Hanalei beer, longboards, and Coronas all for $4. Four dollars. Wow. And we've got all kinds of cool prize giveaways uh, from all the sponsors. Thank you guys for making that all happen. Um, but, you know, here's the real good deal about tonight is we have multiple award-winning, Grammy award-winning artist, Ozo Motley in the house. Yeah, boys. Can you hear the throngs of people? Yeah. <laughs> Bro. They let us in, boys. <laughs> I got a good feeling we're going to have a good time tonight. We made it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, no, I'm really, really excited to have you guys here. You know, we just, we're on our uh, Hawaiian Islands Roots Jam because I'm also a music producer or promoter. I'm not a producer. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we just started the tour over on uh, Oahu where we played at Surfer Bar, or you guys played at Surfer Bar, and sold that place out. Now we're here in Kona. we got a big show at Umeki's tomorrow night with G-Love. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's, and then off to Maui at the Mac, and then Kauai at the Homegrown Music Festival. Yeah. So uh, we've got all kinds of good stuff coming up, and, and I know you guys are excited. It's been a while since you've been in Hawaii, huh? Yeah, I mean, it has been a while, so when we got the opportunity to come, you know, we jumped at it. We're very, very happy to be here. It's beautiful. Great way to spend the new year. It's been a lot of fun so far, and it's going to get more fun tomorrow and the days beyond. We know. Oh, yeah. Well, why don't we start right here from you, and we're just going to, I want you guys to introduce yourselves to the crowd so that they get an idea of who you guys are. Sure. I'm Raul. I play guitar and sing. Um, I'm Ulises. I play sax and uh, other instruments. Um, as do I sing and play trumpet and keys. Will Dog play bass. I'm Jiro. I play drums. Just, that, Justin's Justin. microphone is not on, so we're going to yeah. get that fixed. But Justin. That's Justin. We're going to let him come back to this and kind of say who he is. Checking, checking. There yes. you are. I rap and play percussion. Yes, and he does a great job yeah. of rapping and drumming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> yes. at the same time. Come on down. What's a Come on down. So where, where are you guys all from? Different LA. parts of LA. LA. Yeah, generally LA. Except for Jeter's, which he can explain. That long story. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, well, I, you know, I was born in New York. My family's from Japan. York, I moved to LA in like 89 and have been there ever since. Nice. Nice. He got memory. arrested in Tokyo when he was 16 <laughs> at an arcade. No way. He's big for time. He's for big doing time what? in Tokyo. Big so time. they sent him to L.A. <laughs> Actually, I got into a lot of trouble as a child, but well, I think what he's referring to, I got arrested at the, uh, at the Narita Airport. Oh, yeah, yeah. For, at the summer for bringing weed back in, and they didn't, they didn't, Sweet. They didn't like that oh, too they much. Didn't like that too <laughs> but you know what's time. a funny thing is, at the end of it Home all— again. All the punishment was I had to go apologize to some guy 
in an office in a suit at the airport. Sweet. I don't know who he and was. And give him and, a joint. And get well, ten thousand yen. And, <laughs> and I was like, okay, see you. Did you ask for your weed back? It's very Japanese. Very Japanese. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> That's awesome. Where did you guys? Uh, how did you guys meet? And where did you guys come up with the name Ozomali? Oh, we met. Um, we started uh, our original drummer Anton, who's not here. Uh, we were working for an organization in L.A. We ended up going on strike, took over the building, and we started a community center dedicated to arts and inner-city youth. And to raise money for this center, we put the band together. That's awesome. And but you guys were all going to school together. Well, in the beginning, it was, uh, in the beginning, it was anybody who showed up was basically in the band. Really? So, and yeah. It, it, sometimes it would be like twenty people, and sometimes it would be like two people. So whoever yeah. showed up was in the band. So, so we all should... have some kind of weird it was connection. Never two people. Like <laughs> I went to two people, but it could be anywhere from Most 10 of us never to had yes. a job, so we had to show up. Some of us went to school together. Uh, Asdrew and Justin went to school together. I went there one year with these guys. Um, I used to, I used to ditch my high school and go to Uli's high school. That's where I met Uli. Yeah. And then Anton knew Raul. Yeah. Yeah. And brought him in. And I used to just hang out and smoke weed at Gito's house because he, <laughs> yeah. he that's cool. That's he used, a, that's, to, that's, that's he cool. used to grow weed. Yeah. <laughs> that's a school of hard knocks. I, I, I sense a theme forming here. <laughs> um, I, I retired by the way. So if I had shown up back then in the day, even though I didn't play anything, I probably would have been in the band. Yeah. Probably, 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 probably if you brought weed yeah. you'd be in the band. I yeah, I could, for sure. With your connections, you would have managed us. Right. Yeah. Well, I would have been the guy on the side doing the hair flip. I don't know if you guys saw me while, while we were on Oahu, uh, but I was in the back. I was, like, behind the curtain playing the drums. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 the backstage oh, yeah, yeah. drummer. The backstage drummer right, right, completely right, yeah. fucking awesome. up the show. <laughs> I was feeling that. It was so much fun, though, man. I was feeling it. And I was yes. feeding off of you because yes. you're the only one I could see. <laughs> and so I'm watching your hands going. I was like, all right, I can follow that shit. Yeah, that was hilarious, like seeing you backstage with the drum on. like Just beating that thing <laughs> yeah, to death. Yeah, My yeah, girlfriend's yeah. like, put that thing down. Awesome. Put that thing <laughs> down. You suck. Death. You're really messing this up. <laughs> <laughs> no. So how long have you guys been together? Way too long. <laughs> We're going on 23 years. Tw wow, that's a long time, huh? Yes. Yeah. It doesn't seem that long, though. It's just like yeah, all of a sudden, it's 23 years. Today's a good day. It's yeah. a good day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're in Hawaii. You're in Hawaii. You got an ocean view. Yeah, My back's to the ocean. Look at you us. got this beautiful crowd out yeah. here. Just loving life right now. Hey, do, hey, we went to Thank you, everyone, for coming. Hey, today we went to the YPO Valley. That place is... Did you go there? Heaven. We saw the waterfall. Nuts. Insane. Oh, yeah. Insane. That's Hi'ilavi Waterfall. That's, oh, my God. Yeah, that's where all the royalty were back in the day. Wow. And that waterfall's insane. It's a nice little hike down. It's a little more challenging coming back. Yes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. They don't tell you that in the brochure, huh? I told, I told, <laughs> well, there wasn't a brochure. But. No brochure <laughs> I told you guys to hitchhike out of there, jump oh, in one actually, of those fans. Oh, actually, we did. Yeah, somebody pick, picked, us up, picked up the babies and the, and the wives. Oh, yeah. We wives. had to walk, though. No, that thing's like, so not steep. not you guys, just the kids. Yeah, your yeah. legs are going to be shaking the next couple of days still from that walk. Um, what about the rest of you guys? What did you guys do while you were here? I know you yeah. two did a radio show with me, a couple yeah. of radio shows. Since we didn't bring our families, we got stuck with you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. We had no, fun. we had fun. We had fun with G-Love. We, we had fun with G-Love. We went on an awesome radio station interviews. I met... I met the homie Richie. He blessed me. You know yes. what I'm saying? A Thank you, Richie. Richie, Richie Ward. <laughs> yeah, Richie. And, uh, and, you know, I we're read. promoting the show, and it's great. You know, uh, like most people have said, you know, uh, we love coming to the islands, and we always vibe really, really well with the energy here, and, and the audience is here. Right. So we love playing music and performing for the people and contributing, you know? Mm -hmm. So I love being here. I'm really happy to, you know, because that's the thing. I don't think sometimes people realize is for musicians, like New Year's Eve is kind of like what um, St. Valentine's Day is for florists. You know, you, it's the biggest night of the year for you. You can try and make a right. little extra little coin in your pocket. But then at the flip of it is like, you know, you're, you're dealing with a lot of annoying drunks and crappy ass cities and shitty venues <laughs> and just, you know, 
kind of fucked up circumstances, but here we are on the, in paradise. That's not the and, case and, here. And, you know, we're having a great it beats, time. It beats East L.A. That was no, the I best. No, I don't know about yeah. pizza. Pizza, <laughs> but, uh, you know, because uh, yeah, but it's it, it, it's a, it's it's just a different vibe, you know. And uh, here we are. It's great. Well, you know, speaking of vibe, <laughs> you know, I've I've been hanging out with you guys now for a week, and we've been having so much fun. You guys, your energy, bleh, I can't even talk. Energy levels and uh, enthusiasm, and love to be with each other, and love to have fun. Yeah. You know, we did the the deal on Hawaii News now in the morning, and. <laughs> You guys are dancing, you're laughing. You're not missing a beat. Even at first thing in the morning, we had to wake up at, what, 4 o'clock well, and dig out. We are two hours ahead, our body clocks. So, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. But still, yeah. yeah. To, that's to, what it is. To yeah. be that yeah, happy to be in, <laughs> on TV it. at 6 in the morning, yeah, it's, you know. Yeah. I think but it's we, the Kona coffee. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You lion. drink a cup of that, and you're like, woo, let's go. Yeah, let's do it. Let's <laughs> that's do it. the good stuff. Get I'm a little poke it. in you, and you're... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know. I was yeah. grinding it up, sniffing it. it was awesome. I heard a, a bunch of you guys that, like hit Umeki's fish house as soon yeah. as you guys got here. We did, we did. Uh, yeah. Good. yeah. So, yeah, that's good stuff. That, and that's also where you guys are going to be playing tomorrow night. Yes, yeah. so. behind it, right in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah we we, lot. we asked for the employee discount, but they said they don't give those. So I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah they wouldn't. We we wanted an employee discount. We said we're working here on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't that count? Right. <laughs> but they didn't. They didn't hook us up. Now, um, you know, like I said, you guys have so much good energy. You know, I, I had a question. It was like, well, who's the big, funniest guy in the group or the biggest prankster? Uli. Uli? Uli. I don't do pranks, though. I, I don't fuck with that. I'll tell you. It, 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 it creates a, a vicious cycle, you know, because it, it right. just creates this prank thing. I'll tell you a good joke, though. Tell but, some joke. You know, Unless it's a stink bomb. Then oh, yeah. oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. a good one. Well, that was, that was tell one that of the story. things I was going to ask. Uh, you guys all wait. travel all over the world together. Yeah. And you're all dudes. This well, fool has okay. whoopee cushions, too. What do you mean no, you don't do well, pranks? <laughs> yeah. Well, the story with the stink bomb is that we were taking, they were like, we were at a festival. What festival was Bonnaroo. it? Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo. And, and they were Jack. like, we want you and Jack Johnson together, the bands together. Oh, yeah. And, and take we're going to take a picture, man. And we're like, all right. And I had those liquor store stink bombs. Right. So right behind Jack, I popped one of those fuckers. And then I just ran over to the other side. And it's funny because he was kneeling down. And he started kind of smelling his hands. Like, what the fuck is that smell, you know? And they kind of started spreading amongst the people, right? Right. And, and uh, you know, I mean, yeah, it's pretty juvenile and yeah. whatever, but it was fucking funny. This is a true story. No, no, it's true. This is absolutely true. true. He did smell his hand. Yeah. I watched that. So like, who knows where the fuck his hand was to make him think that he should smell it. But um, we love bad. Jack. We love Jack. You know, no, no. no that shit. was the last time we toured with Jack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we've First never been invited back. Bullshit. We just no, played no, with the him. No, the horn in players get invited. Yeah, they we just played with we him. We just played with him in. He didn't Oregon. realize it was Uli. The funny thing too is like that, uh, there were people who could you could see it on their face. I can smell this, but I don't know what to do. Yeah. Because it was so and uncomfortable. They were just like, they didn't know what. Do I react? Do I? <laughs> that was funny. Good times. Road. So who is the real gassiest one of the group? Oh, well, that's, that's Will. Dog. That's that would true. be Will? Well, that's not true. I just claim it. Right. I'm, I'm quick to be like, yeah, that was me. I'm the one that everyone's no, always like. It's absolutely Everyone's true. trying to hide it. I don't hide it. See, it I've just got, I, I'm really fucked up because, you know, I'm gassy <laughs> as hell, but I'm just a noisemaker. I have oh. no smell. It pisses oh. me off. Oh. I'm, in a, I'm in a van full of all my friends. Yeah. I'm in no. a van full of, <laughs> Wait, full of all you, my boys, you know, and I can rip just, one, and it sounds so yo, bad. Wow. Those, how do you yeah. know it doesn't smell if you're the one saying it? Cause those because those knows the window stays up. Because those knows. Like, Whoa. This is the stuff that the people want to know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, know. I can tell this is high-level yeah. stuff. <laughs> it's all about my diet, man. Okay. <laughs> so, um, you know, what type of music inspires you guys? Because, you know, you guys have so many different themes to your band. You know, you guys go from rap, you go from Latino sound to just funky to you name it. You guys got it. I think one of the things that really kind of influenced the sound is the the personal, I guess, musical histories of all the individuals that came together. Right. You know, whether it was one guy that was super into salsa, merengue, cumbia, another guy that would be into super into reggae, another guy into this or that. And our first rehearsals, which was really kind of interesting, I remember we cut chemists with the turntables. You know, he was on the floor and 
we were just all trying to find a commonality where all the circles kind of connected, you mm -hmm. know? And it's like, we all knew we wanted to make music that made people dance and have a good time and move people. But we're like, how are we going to bring this sound together? So interestingly enough, either, you know, there was a lot of music I didn't know about that. It's kind of like a conservatory where it's like uh, different styles of music from all around the world. But like someone would start playing a cumbia rhythm. It's like, well, I've never played a cumbia, but I know a reggae bass line. Well, boom, fits that over that. And then just it's this kind of like a experimental vibe that we kind of went through where we were always trying to trying different sounds. And obviously Los Angeles being the kind of genesis of all these different influences, whether rap, like you mentioned, right. or everything. And then from there, the influences that we gained from touring nationally, going to cities like New Orleans, you know, we're listening to that second line stuff and all that other big brass horn stuff. And then touring internationally when we're going to places like North Africa and we're going to other Mongolia, you know, and we're listening to music. And, and interacting with uh, artists from there and jamming out with them. So it, it, it was like a stackable influences, you know? Right. And that's one of the cool things about you guys is whenever you guys do go to a different place, you guys want to find some bands that yeah. are local in that area and, and sit down and jam with them and even record some songs. I know that was one of the first things that was brought to my attention uh, when you guys wanted to come do this tour. and. You're like, okay, what are some cool bands that we can go jam with yeah. and uh, maybe record some good, good songs? So um, what are some of the most memorable, memorable places that you've been to with you know, some of the bands that you've picked up and just all going, oh, my God, this is freaking meant to be? Um, I ever, there was a cool part where we were, for a hot second, cultural ambassadors. Uh -huh. So I remember we did one of our first tours was with, in, in India and Katman and Nepal. We did uh, several cities in India, but I remember one of the coolest times is that we would always be part of like outreaches. So one of them was we went to Old Delhi, right, where the orphanage yeah, was, Delhi, yeah. and we went in there. And Jiro had studied Indian classical Indian music, and he had studied tabla. So when we walked in there, you know, there was you know they're showing us the orphanage, showing us all the kids, all the different things that the kids do, and there was a music class, and they were learning tablas. And we just, he just started, he walked in and just started playing with him. And that instant moment where it was like the kids saw him playing and just tripped out on it all. It was, that's the kind of stuff that kind of like inspires you, you know, right. personally. That, that uh, even though you don't speak the same language, you speak the same language, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah baby. Yeah, I remember <laughs> I trip to Mongolia and I, I already was familiar with tube and throat singing and... We went to this, this one uh, barbecue where we got invited to, and you get to shoot some arrows and ride some Mongolian horses, and we had real Mongolian beef. Like, literally, they, right. they slaughtered Not panda kitchen shit. No, they slaughtered that yeah. steed right there. It was fresh meat, man. It was awesome. So anyway, um, this guy showed up with traditional Mongolian warrior dressing, you know, and, and he started singing O Sole Mio, uh, but he was harmonizing to himself doing a throat singing. So I hung out with that guy and took some lessons on how to do it. Sweet. Yeah. And that was, that was just amazing to me how, you know, how this guy basically could harmonize to himself. Mm. He was in that level. He took the tube and throat singing to a whole other level. Which wow. Is, is just, that kind, that's the kind of stuff that makes it really exciting when you could take music and you could reach out to not just saying something in Italian. Mm -hmm. This dude from Mongolia being classically trained both from the you know, Eastern Europe to, uh, to where he came from, from Mongolia. It's, it's right. beautiful. It's lonely on the plateau. You got to harmonize with yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's there's, one thing. Uh, there's this other, uh, we, the first time we went to uh, France, um, this DJ, I think it was Uli and I, hipped us to this band called Orquesta Nacional de Barbes. And uh, there's a lot of uh, Algerian and Moroccan immigrants in France and in Paris. And so they had this like reggae Moroccan yeah. funk yeah. group and we heard it and we just went nuts. And then finally like the drummer and the guitar player came and we hung out um, And that band. I, for me, uh, you know, definitely influenced me a lot. Just being, that was like my first time ever in Europe and in France and uh, you know, and then to hang out with them. And the only thing they could say in English is, we're the same, but different. 
Um, you know, like, like the bands were like, because we, we mix music as well, but we have, you know, have a backbeat to our music. Very, like a lot of the, the rhythms that we do, we do them, they're from other places, but we do them in a very American way where we add blues and funk, mm-hmm. you know, tradition and rock and roll um, to our music. And, and theirs was kind of similar to that. And that's what was, was really interesting. Right. I, I noticed that, you know, like during the last few shows, you know, we had G-Love jump in with you guys. We had uh, Leon Mobley from yeah. Ben Harper's band. Cool. And, oh, yeah. and you guys are able to just look at each other and just read exactly what. And it's like you guys just are, you can read each other's minds. Okay, I know we're going to play like this. You know, it's, yeah. it's a pretty awesome thing to see. So um, of some of the more exotic places that you've been to, what are some of your favorites? Vietnam for me. Yeah, Vietnam. Vietnam. I think it it just had this whole cool vibe. Like, you get there, and it's almost like it was still 1976 or something. Like, the vibe, just the the architecture and the way it looked. But it was really alive. A lot of young people. And 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 tons of scooters. Nothing but, like, mopeds and scooters. And you have to learn how to walk across the street. Yeah. Because if you, like, (laughs) if if you get all freaked out and, like, not sure... You're going to get hit. Yeah. yeah. They, they say walk deliberately across, and they just kind of read you. But you're literally in a sea of, like, hundreds of scooters, and it's just a trip. But it's a, it's, in terms of food, it's the freshest, like, cleanest uh, food I've ever had. Like, yep. it's really simple but very tasty, and uh, it was just one of those places that I remember very much. Yeah. And what about you? <clears throat> There's a lot of places. Like, um, one of the first trips we ever made as a band uh, before we were even signed, we went to Cuba, and uh, that w- it was mostly out of just complete fascination and interest in Afro-Cuban music, you know, mm-hmm. and all the traditions that came out of there. Um, we planned zero planning about any contacts or anything. We threw our own benefit concert, really? like send those Omali to Cuba, <laughs> you know. And this one, it wasn't hip to go, man. It wasn't hip. We had to go through Mexico. We like, um, I remember you telling me the story how, you know, you couldn't even get a proper stamp. Yeah, you're not supposed to get your passport stamped. I did. I did. I did, but I, was, <laughs> I wasn't supposed to. And I lost that passport, yeah. so I still have it. Yeah, but, um, but that was an amazing experience, you know, uh, being able to connect like that. And then one, another one was um, Kathmandu because, you know, we showed up with... Again, not very many people knew who Ozo Motley were in the country. Maybe right. like 10, 20 people were like, oh, yeah, Ozo Motley. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but the rest of the people were just like, hey, there's a band from California, L.A., and they're going to play for free. And next thing you know, 10,000 people are there. Right. It was like, whoa. And as an artist, that's an amazing kind of test of your art for me, a litmus test of of. of, of Without any hype, without anybody knowing who the hell we are or what we've done, they're enjoying the music and it's moving them. So that was a great experience. And we had a similar one in Mongolia. Oh, and the other thing, too, is that we landed right in the middle of this ginormous religious celebration called Shivaratri, which it involves like hundreds of thousands of people coming to Kathmandu, doing the whole, you know, their offerings to Shiva. And then part of it, too, is that, like, all cannabis use in the country is legal for that one moment. Oh, wow. Stick so, to the theme. Yes. Yeah, that's we good. stick to <laughs> the theme. <laughs> that's good. So there's this, there's this uh, little... Uh, and that's where you got busted the second time, right? <laughs> no, no. Because you, the next day. I did not. No, but it was, it's time. a trip, you know, because it was very surreal. Like, we were walking through this festival, and it was like, whoa. And, I mean, there's funeral pyres going on and mile-long lines just to make offerings at the temple. And then you're just like, we're going to play here? Oh, yeah. sure. Right. You know, and I so stopped th- smoking weed like one month before we went there. That shit sucks. You didn't really miss out that much. <laughs> that really, sucks. Honestly. It was pretty dirty. I quit like one month before that. that. I know, but <laughs> the cool trip was the, you know, um, exactly that, though, that 10,000 people, it was like 11,000 people showed up just to see this us, you know? And, and nobody had any clue who you were. Nobody knew. And the, another one of the funny things that happens right when we started, the band, you know, the barrier? Right. Was over 100 feet. And, they were, and we're like, hey, man, that's kind of far away for the, you know, to have a connection <laughs> right. with the crowd. They're like, listen, if the equipment starts fucking up or they don't like your shit, they're just going to start throwing rocks at you. It's dumb. We're like, oh, really? That's interesting, you know? And, 
and they, they were lose like, momentum after but then, we, but then you know, after a certain point, we're like, hey, we got to bring the, at least fifty feet. Right. You know, I think that's enough. Give where if you see a rock coming at you, you kind of dodge it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but thankfully, no rocks were thrown that evening, and everybody loved the music. That's awesome. Um, what are? Is there any place that you guys have not played yet that you guys want to go to? Russia. Russia. Yeah. Never yeah. been to Russia. Yet. Never been to Russia. Yeah. I've well, been there. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. 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 Um, I think the awesome. only continent we haven't played on is Antarctica. Yeah. Right. That's so huge. maybe wow. maybe there. I'd yeah. love to go to Iceland too. <laughs> oh, we haven't yeah. gone Iceland there. Iceland would be cool. That would be cool. Where are some of the most memorable concerts? Like, yeah, you know, you guys have played for fifty thousand people. Uh, you know, just massive amounts of people. I've seen some of your stages and and the crowds out there is massive. Yeah, I mean, nothing's like the first time you do something. I think, like, the first time we played a huge show was with Santana uh-huh. um, in L.A. at, this, at a huge stadium. Um, and I remember waking up, like, the next day and seeing Raul on L.A. Times front page section of the calendar, whatever it was, uh, you know, dueling with Santana. I mean, that's oh like, God. you don't. That only really happens once, and then after that, it's not as cool. That was, like, the one time I remember, like, just feeling like, shit, like, we, we actually did something. Like, yes. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's a, that's a great feeling. Now, there. we were talking about, uh, you know, all your travels, um, riding in the bus, always being on tour. Um, how tough is that for you guys? You know, you're pretty much, except for you, are all married. Oh, married. Are right. you married? Yeah. Oh yeah, you got to marry. Ralph, it's not married. Okay, but you know, you got you got wives, you got children. You know, a lot of them are here right now, and um, that support you now on the road. But it's it had to have been tough in those early days, huh? Trying to make a name for yourself. Free internet. Yeah, I remember uh, that you just try to make the most of it. You know, like uh, my son was having his sixth birthday, and uh, did we talk about this? Uh, yeah. Uh, he was having his sixth birthday, and, I, and it was my turn. I had, my wife told me, you got to plan something. you got to be involved. And I said, all right, I'm down. So I did a Jedi Academy for his sixth <laughs> birthday. Right. And the whole point of it was everybody would have their lightsabers. And, you know, all the parents are kind of concerned. Number one, that all these boys are going to be walking around with lightsabers and just beating the crap out of each other. And, and the other concern was that they would be scared because the, I told them what was going to happen. Me and one of my friends were going to dress up like Darth Vader and the Emperor, and we were going to come out and fight, (laughs) you know? But uh, I had them all trained. I I, I was studying some martial arts where you had swords, and and I had them all in line, and I showed them how to do some moves, and it it was pretty awesome. I had, it was rad, you know? And and it was my son's birthday, and he was so proud of me. He was so happy I was there. He had the Anakin glove. Anyway, so it comes to the point where I dressed up like Darth Vader, and I turned on the music outside in the backyard, and... uh, as soon as I came out and an emperor's heart, dun, 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 I, I came out and, I, and everybody was kind of freaking out that maybe they're going to be scared, but they weren't. They weren't scared at all. They said, get them. So they all came at me <laughs> and they were beating the heck out of me with those lightsabers. And I had the helmet on. You could hear, tuk, 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 that was beating me up. And then I ended up on the floor and my son came and took out the mask and I go, I'm turning you to the right side of the force. You know? <laughs> and and it, right then he goes to me and he goes, I love you, dad. I was like, yeah. You know, <laughs> and then after that, the, that was awesome. So I turned to the good side, light side of the force, and then uh, my friend comes out dressed up, you know, like the like the emperor, and everybody went get him, and he got beat worse. <laughs> he didn't have a helmet on like I did. Yeah, he, they they were really it was kind of messed up how bad they hit him, but that that was the kind of thing you had to do. Like right. I had a day and a half to be home and plan it and try to give my son a memorable moment. Another time I came home, I taught them both how to ride a bike while I was in town, like for two days. And uh, that's and just then boom, this, off that's the what road it was. again. Huh? And then, boom, and then off to the road, the yeah, road. the next morning. And it, it was always painful leaving the next morning because then I knew every time I come home, they just look totally different. Right. And every time I came home, I had to like rekindle love with my wife, you know, just with one on one. It was a challenge, but you know. Yeah, it, it, you never stop being a dad. You never right. stop being a husband, no matter where you are in the world. And you kind of have to learn that. Well, you see those videos like Bon Jovi has, you know, wanted, dead or alive, you know, and they're stuck in the tour bus and they're just like, ah, I'm never going to get home. But people just want them. It doesn't matter. Just show up. Yeah. Zombied out. 
Well, what do you mean? Like if you're sick, you can't call in sick kind of can't thing? Can't call in sick. No, you yeah, can't call you can. in sick. There's no calling in sick in There's your no job. There's no such thing. <laughs> I know, because we've all been sick this week. <laughs> yeah. No, there was one gig where, unfortunately, Raul got electrocuted, yeah. and that was like... Yeah, we had a as far as off. memorable gigs go, yeah. that was kind of a bad memorable gig. Right. Yeah. But that was yeah. in Madagascar. Yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah I was, uh, was on stage, and we were ready to play. And, uh, you know, you, uh, microphones are open, magnetic field, and so are guitar pickups. Right. And there was a huge uh, problem with the power, and they plugged it into the telephone pole. Oh. So when I got up to sing, the very beginning of the song, and the mic just kind of sucked into my shoulder, and I just kind of bumped around the stage to the drums, and I landed on my back. I think half of them thought I was just rocking out. The other <laughs> half knew that something yeah. was wrong. And, I, you know, you're in Madagascar, and, uh, you know, what can you do? You just, I woke up, and I said, take me to the rich people's hospital. <laughs> 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 and I lived to tell the story, so it's all good. You know? Yeah, it was freaky seeing him run across the stage. Just, ah, ah, it's like. And what's wrong with him? And he had, he had the microphone like said, stuck right here, and he was trying to get his hands free from the. I guess your hands got stuck on the yeah, strings, get, right? I was. And he was like going like this, and you get it. You know, the serious. guitar sounded yeah. like that. He and if he didn't run, if he didn't run, running actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Running made the, all the cables the come slack, off. The slack came. The yeah. Ran wow. out of slack. Yeah. So yeah, every doctor I talked to was like, oh wow, yeah, oh yeah, this is real. Oh wow, oh wow, because I had to talk to one there. Talked to one in South Africa on the way home. Talked to one when I got home. And they each reminded me, oh, wow, yeah, this is real. <laughs> wow. Well, thank God you're alive yeah. and healthy. Yeah, we're going to sing some music. And rocking. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, we're not plugged into any telephone pole, so I think Either we're going to all good. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're plugged into a fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it happens, I guess. So, um, you know, sp what musicians would you guys love to play with? Tom Waits. Dead or Alive. Doesn't matter either way. Tom Waits, Miles Davis, Jimi Hendrix. Okay. Cool. That's a good one. Yeah. You were quick on that, on the yeah, trigger. Yeah, that was very quick. Yeah, I think about this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, who do you got there? You've been quiet over there. Yeah, I'm trying. I, I don't know. Um, Beethoven? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> there you go. Back. That's pretty good. He took it deep. It Coming from the percussionist. He took it deep. Fuck, fuck Beethoven. I'll take it deeper. Mendelssohn. No, Mendelssohn is after Beethoven, brother. Yeah, I, no, I but I'm taking, I'm taking it. Okay, taking if you want to take it Bach. Oh, Rachmaninoff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mendelssohn. And that's Mendelsohn. pretty heavy coming from the percussionist slash rapper. What a mind that guy has. Well, my dad's classically trained, so nice. he's a classically trained guitar player. I'm surprised nice. he didn't say Bach. You know, Bach yeah, my sweets. dad's into Bach. He likes yeah. Bach. Now you bring, I like Mendelssohn. You do bring a really cool vibe to this band you know, that some of these other guys don't have. Oh. Yes, yeah. it's true. Those big it's arms. <laughs> <laughs> it's Those, the arms. The arms, yeah, the guns of Navarone. <laughs> 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 but you get out there and you rock that crowd. You're a pretty quiet guy. Yes, I But am once you grab that mic and you start rapping like Saturday night, holy crap, dude, you hit a different zone and a different level. It's my and job, you just bring man. everybody rock. Right to it. It's my job. I got to do it. Rah! Otherwise, I'll get docked and pay. It's my job. <laughs> he didn't want to. We forced him to yeah. be out there. Really? Yeah. yeah, man. yeah. He was back behind the drums, and we said, you got to get up there. <laughs> now we can't get him back on the drums. Had you ever rapped before? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I grew up rapping. Because I, I grew up around studios. My dad's a musician. So he would always record me and my friends, and we would make demos. And I mean, I, I've been in studios since I was four. Yeah, who'd you grow up listening to, rapping with? Um, I mean, in the early days, like UTFO, Run Ooh. DMC, Houdini, Houdini, um, Nas, UB40, yeah. yeah, Houdini. Yeah. I heard Nas is like the richest guy there is. Really? Yeah, he's got like his fingers in every single yeah. thing. Uh, yeah, he does. That sounds he does gross. Money, yeah. Good for him. <laughs> I think Jay Z is probably the richest rapper. Though. Yeah. Uh, I think I think I Dr. Know, I Dre is the richest hip hop guy now. Yeah, Puffy or Puffy. Oh, yeah. Dre. Puffy. Dre is the uh, richest Dre. hip hop. Oh, that's right. It's when you stop being ever. only a rapper. I think that's yeah. what you get into. Yeah. yeah. You have that choice, right? Yes. And you get yeah. a real estate too. Apple. Yeah. I gotta put down this bass. <laughs> <laughs> me, yeah, me too. Now you guys are pretty amazing because um, one thing I did notice about you guys is that none of you drink. 
Is, did you guys drink before when you guys? Only drink a couple guys. Band, band, so. yeah. Justin know? drinks. I drink sometimes. Yeah, we're like rarely, light. but there's whole sometimes. tours I don't remember. Yeah. 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 Is it something that you guys just said, hey, you know what? I'm getting older. I want to change things up. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Maybe for you. No. I had a, sure. I'm a crackhead. I had a problem. I'm a crackhead for life. Just I just don't do corner. it. I just don't do it anymore. So I'm I stopped. I'm so. I'm on what, what's the date? Sa- Saturday. Saturday? What's Saturday? The, the sixth, sixth? Yeah. That'll be 16 it's years. Yeah. No crack or weed or a drink. Wow. Yeah, 16 nice. years. Congratulations. Well, I haven't made it yet, but tell me on Saturday. Ask me if you're I. Gonna make it, oh, you'll make it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I'm going to be all over your ass, and I think the rest of us are going to be on your ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't fuck up. That, that guy's good. There you go. <laughs> don't fuck up. Yeah. Well, um, you know, <laughs> it's so awesome having you guys here with us, taking the time to sit down, do this podcast. Is there anybody out here that has any questions for Rosa Motley? The don't be shy. The hard-hitting question. All right, come, on, come on up here. Let's get you on the microphone because this is hard being recorded. Hard-hitting. Just state, yeah, yeah, yeah. state your yeah. name and ask your question. I will say one of my 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 name's Jake Allman. I'm from Oregon originally. Yeah. Hey, Jake yeah. What part of Oregon? What part yeah. of Oregon? Uh, Eugene, Oregon. But yeah, I got to go back to Bend, Oregon. Yeah. 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 Sweet. Yeah. One of the first concerts that I actually went to that blew my mind was Jack Johnson when I was probably 16 years old. I'm 31 right yeah. now. I know I'm old. Uh, I'm gonna be older. Don't worry. I'm not dying yet. But how much did you guys love the whole Les Schwab Amphitheater and everything that they pulled into it in Bend? Like, come on, tell me right now. It's a beautiful place, man. We were there this past summer. I have some friends who moved there, so I got to hang out an extra couple of days. And just, it, it's, it's, like, it's almost like, a, it's almost a little unreal because everyone's like super healthy. Everyone's out, <laughs> out, out in the in the, you know, hiking and biking and swimming and rafting and all that stuff. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it feels real. you know, it's such a pretty place. Yeah, it's like you get there and you're like, wow, I get why people move here. And it's do, really do you surf the river? I, you know what? Yeah. I, I have. Um, I more fall down and then float down there. Yeah, and cool. And then find a rock and hold on to it. Yeah, okay. yeah. There's a few <laughs> of us who yeah, 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 surf like it. that. I've done it. <laughs> right on. Thanks, Jake. Columbia Gorge. Uh, you guys ever do anything? Beautiful. Yeah, Gorge. we played there a few times. Red Rocks Amphitheater. Yeah. Yes. Those the are probably Gorge. two of the most beautiful, like naturally beautiful venues in the country. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Anybody else? Come on, we got a whole bunch of people here. Somebody's got to have something for me. It's because you're not passing out the booze. All right, come on, darling. Just state your name, where you're from. Where you're from. Come on down. Uh, my name's Gail. Hey, and, Gail. Um, I am... I come here a couple, t- couple times a year, um, and I've never heard you guys, but we're with a friend who's, we're driving up to Waimea to have a beer, and he said, what'd you say? Yeah! <laughs> and so we turned right, and here we are. We cool. just want to hear Sweet. a little bit more about you, so it's super fun. Nice. Sweet. Well, thank you very much for coming out. We're really stoked. Um, it looks like we got somebody else coming on up oh, here. Yeah. Here he comes. All right, state your name, where you're from. I'm John Paul, and I'm from here on the Big Island. I wanted to follow up on the question that didn't get answered. Where did the name come from? Ah. Um, originally, like Will Doggy mentioned, we had a drummer named Anton Morales. <clears throat> we were named something else before, and then one day in rehearsal, he's like, hey, man. We should name my band Ozo Motley. And we're like, what is that? What are you talking about? Well, check it out. Ozo Motley. Because I, I guess he was looking up his horoscope sign in the Aztec astrology. <laughs> so when Anton was born under this Ozo Motley sign, we found out that Ozo Motley was a little monkey on the Aztec calendar. And he was the god of dance. And that connection all of a sudden really resonated with us. And we named the band after this little monkey, you know? That's awesome. What was the previous name of the band? Todos Somos Marcos, which was kind of a tip of a hat to the Zapatista movement in Mexico at the time. Yeah. We were kind of really inspired by that. And that was, it was the mid-90s, 95, 96, 97. 
So, um, but when Anton kind of threw Ozomotli, you know, it's like, it was no, kind of like, good. it just kind that's of. That's good. That's a keeper. Yeah, but it was a, yeah. We very much appreciate all your social activism, you know, everything that you're down with. Like, we agree. Like, we, you know, we got we to gotta love one another. For and sure. Yeah, and Thank you. And <laughs> using music as that vehicle, I mean, it is one language. And yeah. it does cross that, it transcends that thing. And we're just, I'm going to confess, I'd heard of your name, never knew anything about you, but we heard Dave said on the radio, Ozomotli, and we're like, hey, it's a radio thing. And then, and. And I've read your Wikipedia page, and now I'm like, oh, what the fuck? I mean, <laughs> cool. You know, so, so I hope you guys are going to play a little bit. Yeah. 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 I think we're here. That's All a good right. segue. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming. That's a man who Thanks, segues Jeff, well. Yes. <laughs> now, you know, you guys do give to a lot of charities and work with a lot of charities. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, how'd you guys get into that? We, you know, I think it's because the way we started, and some of us have always been involved in different things because our families, we grew up with that kind of... But when we first started, this band really was just about, we got together to, ha to be called upon to be used for like events that were raising money right. or for supporting a cause because we started out of this strike. And so people say, hey, will you, will you come and play for this women's shelter? Of course. Will you come and play for these kids at this elementary school? Of course. Will you come? That's what all the gigs were about at first. We were all kind of in different bands playing different music. And that's kind of how the sound developed, too. We would just show up with whoever we were, and we'd have to make it work. So from the get-go, that has always been something we've been a part of. We always get asked to do stuff, and we, I think for us it's still a big part of what this band is about, and it, it, it inspires us to keep playing for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Is there anybody else out there? Hello, hello. <laughs> okay. I, would you guys rather have a prize giveaway or music? Prize. Music. Music. Prizes, music. Let's go with well, the, music. The, 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 prize, the prize gets them in a good mood for no. the music. Maybe more people will come once they start hearing this music. We'll and, do a song uh, first, then a prize, and then another song. Yeah. Sounds perfect. There we go. Sounds perfect. What song we so, Damien, let's get you up here. Make okay. sure everything's going to be good. We'll start this music going. And anybody that's out there in Laverne's, in Hoppies, come on over here. We're going to have a good time. What are we playing? Straight away. Here's multiple Grammy Award winning artist, Ozomale. Here we go.
Bass home boys, stand up and shout. That's what I'm talking about. Everybody gonna tell a friend that band when he did it again. So I have another question for you guys. This one comes from your manager. Oh, cool. Uh-oh. And <laughs> there he, he is over there. He wants to know. He's very, very curious. And he wants an answer from each and every one of you. What is your favorite Ozomotli song? Oh. It, for me, it changes. It's like different phases. I think right now it's Donde, this song that is on our first record. It's like a straight like salsa tune and at a... For me, it was very challenging because it's a different kind of guitar, a guitar called the Tres that's like from Cuba, and I knew nothing about it. And having to kind of learn some basic stuff to be able to play it. Um, and then we hadn't played that song in years, and you know, it's a, it's a 20th anniversary of our very first record. And we're playing with the, the original rapper with us, Charlie Tune, a lot in the coming year, months. And, uh, and that song just kept coming back. So once we started playing it again, I was like, oh yeah, man, this song is... So cool and fun, and it's it's uh, and that particular style of music, uh, you know, I love it. I feel it instantly when I hear it, and so to get to play it uh, is has been a, has been cool right now because we're playing that song again. Nice, Justin. <laughs> you guys are gonna all have to answer this. So favorite song. Um, God, I don't know. I'd, I'd say yeah. Right now, Aquino Sera. That's oh, another cool. song off of our first album. Um, cool mix of a lot of different styles, um, and the way it was recorded is also very interesting. With the cajon being the main, ba the main backbeat of the song, and it's 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 made it the we made the the cajon into a loop, so it's, it has like more of a hip hop feel, but it's a cool mix of like like bolero styles and and hip hop and just just a kind of a song that I've never heard anybody do before. So that's why I really enjoy playing it. <laughs> like, he doesn't, he doesn't want to use my mic. I got my own mic. Uh, yeah. Or remember, oh, you're cool. you're a crackhead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remember, Mark. Yeah, he doesn't want <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. He less than zero. No, he was a crackhead crack. too. Yeah, he wasn't a crackhead. That's for sure. I wasn't. But I. But the ice. That's another story. <laughs> uh, favorite song? Um, I think Ole Lair yeah. is a, is a really good song. It, it kind of for me. With Azru's voice uh, and, and Charlie, our uh, the uh, old rapper, um, just and it, the mix of the horns. I think really the mix of all the sounds together, it kind of for me encapsulates the sound of this band. That I don't mm -hmm. think, which makes us unique. It's 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 there's certain sounds that come out of this band that I don't think can be. Uh, done by anybody else except for the group of people who are here. Right. And so I think, you know, for that reason, that's that song in particular is it kind of encapsulates that spirit of Ozomotli. Nice. Well, I'm going to stick to the first album theme uh, <laughs> that we're, and I'm going to say Chota. Oh, wow. um, chota is a derogatory word for a cop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but that's just so you know. Uh, um, but the but the song I thought we, it was portico. That's another. You can say that. Yeah. Um, so uh, but it's a song. It's like there's no other song like it in the history of music. I don't think just the way we did it. Another th another. Th just to add to what Jiro's saying, it's just a. Uh, it's like a. It has like. It has salsa top end with a you know, a hip-hop backbeat. It's right. just, you know, and at that, 
you know, in 95, 96, like, no one was doing that. Now you hear those, a lot, a lot of the things that we mix, you hear in popular music a lot, actually. You know, it's a lot easier to drag and drop on an Apple computer different rhythms together to see that they work. But, you know, for us, it's like we have to, like, sit there and try to learn the original rhythm the way it's supposed to be played with the exact feel and see if it goes with a hip-hop swing. It's just like, it's, it's a, it was a lot of time and energy. And so, um, yeah, Chota. Chota. Azru. Uh, uh, with the first record, I guess, it's Comido Los Muertos because of what it, what the song's about and what it means. It's a very meaningful song. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, you know, uh, recently I was, I was talking to my kids and, uh, you know, it's a trip talking to them now about, about our music now that they're older. And there was this one song in one of our records called Love Comes Down I wrote about my, my kid having his heart broken when he was about seven years old. And, it, and it's a trip how they listen to the music now and they listen to the lyrics and they hear stuff and they're like, wow, dad, that's pretty cool. That was, yeah. a, that was about me? Really? I was like, yeah. It's like, wow. You know, so it's kind of a, you know, what, what we leave our kids in the end of the day, that's kind of not, maybe not really the legacy, but how just the, throughout the 20-something years of our career that we were, we've always been a family community-based group overall, and, and that kind of reinforces it for me because 20-something years of doing this, it's, uh, it's important to keep something like that and show what's really important after exactly. all. Uli? I guess I'll pick, um, since we're segueing here, um, I'm going to pick <laughs> uh, this song that we're about to play right now called Ya Viene el Sol, which means Here Comes the Sun in Spanish. And what it is is that... Um, it's an interesting blend. What the original recording is is like has this funky kind of dance hall Jamaican thing going on with the northern African thing with this particular instrument, which is called Requinto Jarocho, which is from southern Mexico. So it's just a, a, this culmination of all these styles blended together. And uh, I remember like first writing the song with Justin, just being in a room and jamming out the riff, and, and it just grew into like this really beautiful song. Awesome. Well, here we go, Ozamali. I need everybody to clap their hands yeah. off. Na na, lino sol, lino sol. Na na, lino 
Yeah, boy. That was hot. That was definitely hot. Really hot. All this talking, we could have just done that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Way more interesting. <laughs> it's like, all right, you guys, 20-something well, well, years. Orale. Well, you guys want to do one more? We'll wrap it up. We'll do a sure. prize giveaway after that. Maybe, maybe we oh, can, uh, something uh, where we can get Justin hard. doing a little rapping in there as well. Is it tuned and ready to go? Can you ask us a couple questions while he? Uh, oh, absolutely. While he tunes up. So, uh, first of all, what is Damon? Let's get you over here. Uh oh. Uh oh. What is your favorite Motley song? Favorite Motley Ozo Motley song. Oh wow, that one's tough. You're in front of the board mixing. Yeah, what do you guys? You know what? Truthfully, Jess and I were just talking about it. Yaviene is definitely one of our favorite. It moves the crowd. But I mean, you can't deny Paleta. And then Saturday night kills it. Yeah, I would say Saturday night is the one that really got me. And uh, but you know, I'm sure it gets a lot of people, and it just kind of gets that whole vibe going and. You guys are sexy no matter what you guys are singing. <laughs> now, are you guys going to be dancing your brains out while you're playing? So I guess the way it's going to start off is G-Love is going to come on and do a first solo set. And then Ozamali is going to come on, do their set. And then it's going to be a collaboration of G-Love and Ozamali. And you never know what other special guests might pop up and jump in the band. Nice. The other night it was Leon Mobley from Ben Harper's band. You just never know who's going to pop up. So um, make sure you guys are at the show tomorrow night at Umeki's. Doors open at 7. Show starts at 7.30. I do have tickets available here for sale. And uh, during our giveaway, we are giving away one pair of tickets Whoa. to a lucky wiener. Whoa. Plus all kinds of other good goodies. And um, I think I have more, more prizes here than there are people. So yeah, um, that's always I, what, what, what do you guys think we should give a prize ticket to every, everybody in the band? Let them win something too, right? <laughs> These guys have been rocking, killing us. Nah. So... Give it to the people, baby. Give it to it, the people. It's, it's just a raffle. So okay. maybe everybody get a second ticket so you guys can all walk out of here with a couple of goodies. Yeah. And, um, but let's do one last last song here, and we'll wrap things up and start the prize giveaway.
¿Dónde se fueron? ¿Por dónde se irán? ¿Dónde se fueron? ¿Por dónde se irán? Se fueron pa' una rumba para buscar la verdad. Se fueron pa' una rumba para buscar la verdad. Cuando se fueron y dónde estarán? Cuando se fueron y dónde estarán? Se fueron con los santeros para buscar la verdad. Se fueron con los santeros para buscar la verdad. Me voy a juntar con ellos hasta la madrugada. Me voy a juntar con ellos porque soy DJ Maya. Me voy a juntar con ellos hasta la madrugada. Me voy a juntar con ellos porque soy DJ Maya. Pene bella na 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 burro fortunde ya ya veré nada. ¿Dónde se fueron? Por dónde se irán? Dónde se fueron? Por dónde se irán? Se fueron pa una rumba para buscar la verdad. Se fueron pa una rumba para buscar la verdad. Cuando se fueron y dónde estarán? Cuando se fueron y dónde estarán? Se fueron con los santeros para buscar la verdad. Se fueron con los santeros para buscar la verdad. Voy a juntar con ellos hasta la madrugada. Voy a juntar con ellos porque soy de Yamaya. Voy a juntar con ellos hasta la madrugada. Voy a juntar con ellos porque soy de Yamaya. Kumara, 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 
Gentlemen, Ozo Motley, thank you guys for being on the show. Thanks, everyone, for coming. And until next time, uh, hooey ho. Hooey ho.